What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the North Bros Outdoors Podcast, episode 92. I am Nick Beto. Mike. Micah. And Peyton. Now, Peyton, you know the uh, the spiel. You, you're you a listener, first time being on, so you, uh, I'll yes, just sir. let you give your little... I'm Peyton. I'm from Rugby, North Dakota. Um, I'm an electrician, and I do a lot of fishing, I guess. And why are you here? I am here because we're fishing Devil's Lake. Well, I'm not completely sure why I'm here because it's pretty damn cold. Yeah, so we're in the uh, we're in the castle studio. I think we've like a second or third episode we've done in here, but it is cold as shit outside. Yeah, and we are not catching anything. No, not even marking. I'm catching the same amount of fish as Alaska, and my house is on shore. <laughs> so if that gives the Okay, yeah, he is out fishing me, but, <laughs> um, yeah, so, we said we were going to do some episodes while we were up here in Devil's Lake, and this is the first one, and as of right now, it's day number two, and it is not going well. It is cold, the fish are not cooperating, there are cracks, there are machines not wanting to start, apparently there's fires starting in fish houses, and it's not me this time. <laughs> Micah, you want to elaborate on that a little bit? Be careful with propane. Please. Par- apparently, it's flammable. What happened? What'd you That's do? What I hear. Well, so it was a brand new big body heater, and I just hooked the hose up. And I guess I just maybe should have let it run a little bit just to let the propane actually fill the hose. Now, for the listeners, this is not going to make any sense, but for everybody in here, this just happened a couple hours ago. Is, is there a hole in the ice house? No, my. Did you have to flip it over? Yeah, we flipped the ice house over. And then we kind of kicked the big buddy. And then I was, well, so what happened was. Piece of shit. <laughs> kick it. <laughs> um, I was trying to light it, and I couldn't get it to light. And so then I got impatient, and I went to screw just a one-pound propane tank on the other side. And I did see it spray a little propane out as I was screwing it on. I was like, yeah, it'll be fine. And then we got it to light, and then the back of the buddy heater started on fire. <laughs> like that's not good (laughs) so we kicked it out turned it off it was still on fire so i just went to unscrew the little buddy heat or the little propane bottle for whatever reason i don't know so i had like a whole fireball up my arm and i was freaking out and i was like i'm a fireman don't worry about it (laughs) (laughs) so the house is fine everything is fine you can't even tell perfect it was just like a little i mean my hands actually warmed up it was actually really good deal. Yeah, probably felt nice. Because <laughs> I was super cold. And then after that, I was like, all right, let's finish setting up. And So, yeah, we got fires starting all over the place. The rattle reels in the fish house that's on shore keep on catching people's shoes and sleeping bags and stuff. Um, Mike, what have you been up to, man? You've uh, you've been gone for, for a while. You haven't been on since... 50. Was it 50? Was that the last one? Yep. It's been 40 weeks since you've been came and hung out with us? Yep. Wow. That's yeah. almost a whole year. That it. That is. Pretty close. Yeah, because I was on Devils last year. Yep. And then we did 50, I don't know, not too long after that. Correct. <clears throat> so what? anything new? Does same, it work? Same old, same old. Same old, same old. You have, in your defense, you have tried to make it on a couple episodes and you just haven't yep. been able to. I was going to try and be on this <coughs> last one that got uh, released this last week, but work kind of took over and wasn't able to make that one is either make that one or not make this trip yeah well you showed up a day late i did but you have a good excuse you in nashville yeah nashville is unable to be with us this year due to a 
sick kid. Um, so yeah, hopefully, hopefully everything's going well on that front. But uh, Peyton, what about you? I've been I've been talking to you. Um, oh God, I've probably been talking to you for about a m- solid month. Probably about yeah. Every, every day like I that. text him. I'm like, oh, how's the fishing? How's the ice? <laughs> Dude, I get pictures from this guy all the time of, like, these big walleyes, big perch. Ice is great. Everything's looking good. And then we get here. Yeah, you guys brought the cold, and that turned everything off. It was, it's was. it been good this year, early from mid-December till even last weekend was good. Just it wasn't as good as early ice, but it was still good. And then this cold came, and just when it's this cold, everything just shuts off. The you can I mean, you can see the fish. They're just barely crawling across the bottom don't want to come up and look at anything they just some of them just basically just keep swimming by they don't even look so that makes it pretty tough to get something to bite they do seem to like the uh, i don't know if you guys have tried it yet but if you pound it into the bottom if they're like just hanging around we were doing it when we were out this morning we would we would you know they'd come in and they wouldn't give a shit they wouldn't look at you they didn't care but then if you pounded it in the bottom a little bit doesn't matter how like if they're within you know 10 feet of it they all of them turn and come they don't care they're not gonna <laughs> yeah. they're not gonna bite it but they they want to see what the hell that was sure there's something about it yeah they can it must feel different or something to them that almost every time like you said whether they bite it or not when they come back they'll almost always turn i mean turn around on a dime and come back and take a look at it and sometimes they'll pick it up off the bottom sometimes not but and they won't bite it yeah Gives I mean, you a second chance, anyway. At least this today and yesterday, we yeah. we had uh, twenty two people out yesterday, and one person caught three fish. <laughs> That's a tough day. No, I'm talking about you, not to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, you were you were the you carried the team yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say that's what they say with the those uh, wally talkers. You just slam them in the ground a couple times and then you yep. just let them hang you know, a couple inches. I was just showing uh, our boy Hoorah, who will be on. Where's that at? Oh, uh, I was just showing Hoorah, uh, which is he'll be on either this week's episode or, or next week. I don't know how I'm gonna release these yet, but I was showing him the difference between the perch talker and the. Um, the walleye talker and the only difference is the the perch talker has the chain and yep. a little bit smaller beads and the walleye talker has bigger beads and no chain yep and i haven't yep. had great luck i've had really good luck with the perch talker yep. i have not done super well with the walleye talker but i've yeah. caught more walleye on the perch talker than i have the walleye talker yeah yeah that dropper chain something about that where it's it just separates it a little bit so it, i think they feel like they're hitting something smaller and you can get get a lot more of them to go on that then donkey's trying to get a hold of us <laughs> so what is your what is your uh go-to lure in a time like this like today where it's it's currently minus one um yeah. it was it was about i think i looked at the weather on the way here this morning at like six thirty, and it was a real feel of minus 36 yeah my pickup showed minus 15 when i left my house this morning uh, negative four in fargo when i left yeah, so it's cold. Yeah, it is. Um, a lot of times for me, it's a like a small tungsten jig, like I was using today, with just wax worms for perch anyway. And then, like we were talking, the perch talker, 
or clam has a few different baits with just that dropper chain and I think that you can get down fast but it still gives it a little bit a smaller feel for I think for them they don't feel like they're biting a big spoon you know they don't feel like they're biting something bigger also like a pinhead minnow from clam they're kind of long and narrow it doesn't have a dropper chain but when they're looking up at it it's real real slender so I think when they're looking at it they feel like it's something smaller you know and I think that's and are you tipping those with with waxies um minnow heads what are you um it depends on the day i would say usually a lot of times perch on devil's lake it feels like like minnow heads but usually i try to go for the smallest one i can or some days it'll be wax worms will be better but i I like to use minnow heads as much as i can if they won't bite it then i'll go to wax worms but or on a super tough day like today i'll start with wax worms but yeah see if you can get their attention right so you have been doing i think you've done the most fishing out of anybody in our group this year and we're going to kind of get into some stuff that you did last year because i remember last year when we were up here you were going to fort peck i think i left for fort peck the next weekend which is in montana montana yep so you were going to fort peck montana and you were going like the next week yeah or is that is that too far back that we can we can do a little recap on that trip. I think I got a pretty good memory. You told me a story when we were fishing this morning that I think is pretty funny. Yeah, so the ice there, it's a massive lake with lots of current. It's on the Missouri River. It's a dam. And so the as deep as it is, they don't get a lot of ice. Like this year, I don't know if it's even going to freeze over. But so we were on about 16 inches of ice that trip and just fishing. You know, there was four of us. We were fishing outside because the weather's usually pretty nice there. And uh, so we were just fishing outside, kind of all spread out. And I was fishing right beside the side-by-side. And we just heard this big crack. Like, it was it was the ice. But it was, I mean, the loudest I've ever heard the ice crack. And then the whole ice sheet, it felt like an earthquake. Like, it moved, I don't know. It felt like, like six inches. The whole sheet moved. And then all of a sudden, we hear this crack coming towards us. And I'm standing right beside the side-by-side. And I can see the crack once it starts getting closer. And it's headed right towards me. And it goes right between my legs, <laughs> right between the front and the back tracks of the side-by-side. And right after the whole thing had shook, so that that had me pretty puckered up. That was pretty crazy. Probably the most intense, if you would call it that, moment I've had on the ice moving and stuff like that. Is there a lot of people out there? There's hardly anybody out there. Really? Yeah. It's, it's a nuts. pretty popular fishing fairly destination yeah, is it what are, you, what are you going after when you're out, out there we're chasing lake trout trout yeah okay because how that how deep does it get i think it's close to 200 feet and up by the dam where we're fishing usually the shallowest we probably caught them is 65 and then i've caught them out to 100 we've caught them a lot of a lot of times in 75 80 feet is what we're looking for but so if you're <laughs> pulling one in from 100 feet you're uh you're keeping that thing unless you no. so lake trout actually they can they call it burping they can clear their air bladder <laughs> so like perch or walleye obviously you catch them out of 30 feet they're gonna have their air bladder you know coming out their mouth whatever they're obviously dead but lake trout and i think it's only lake trout and like whitefish maybe maybe burbot too did you guys know that Mm-mm. yeah no so idea. they can they can burp so you can actually once you start getting them up closer you can actually, there's bubbles will start coming up your hole from them clearing their air bladder. Because they're, I mean, they're so used to chasing smelt and whatever else. They're, you know, cruising the bottom. 
and they see, you know, bait fish up 30 feet, and they're just going to shoot up, and, like, they're crazy predators. They're unreal fish. When you, like, not to get ahead of you, but, like, for fishing for them, we're fishing big baits, like big tubes, big swim baits, like 5-inch, you know, on, like, a 1-ounce or 2-ounce jig. Or we, we've had pretty good luck with, like, number 7 ripping wraps. Just a big rattle bait with something like chromey. You can rip that, and they can see it from a long ways away with that chrome color. And, I mean, you mark a fish. A lot of times they come in towards the bottom. Every once in a while you'll have one coming higher, but kind of suspended. But a lot of times they're coming right on the bottom. And basically as soon as you see them, they're so used to chasing open water, you know, smelt. They're not like, you know, North Dakota, Minnesota, walleyes are going to, you know, chase some bait fish up against rocks or something, which a lot of times we fish them along like cliffs underwater cliffs basically but where it goes from 30 and then 30 yards out towards the middle of the lake it's you know 80 big so, big drops big drops so you're fishing where they can chase chase those schools of bait up against the cliffs but they're used to coming up and chasing you know they're not chasing little minnows they're chasing you know six inch white fish or smelt whatever so basically as soon as you start getting a mark you just start reeling because if you just sit it still, they're going to look at that and say, that's not natural. <laughs> that's you know, not real. They're used to having to go full bore trying to run something down. So you basically just start reeling. And, you know, sometimes you can kind of judge the fish's speed, how close they're staying to you. I mean, sometimes there's been times where you can reel, I mean, as fast as you can on an ice reel. And they're right behind it, you know, and you can chase them up or they'll chase it up. I've had them chase it up like 10 feet below the ice, but I've heard stories of, Someone had one from rugby that goes out there too. They he chased. They had a fish chase all the way from, I think it was 70 feet. Chased them all the way up, chased them so far, and he just kept reeling because he wanted to see how far it was going to go. By the time that fish turned around to go down, its tail hit the transducer of his vexillary oh, wow. he had sitting in the hole. Holy shit! <laughs> so they'll chase you all the way up, and sometimes they'll bite it. You know, 10 feet off the bottom. Sometimes it'll be 40. Sometimes they'll chase you all the way up, and then they'll kind of stop. So then you just open your bale and just let that thing fall, and they'll just beeline Follow straight, it right back down. I mean, straight down for it. <laughs> and, you know, sometimes you'll yo-yo them up a few times, and they won't bite. But sometimes, I mean, you know, on an ice rod, I mean, obviously we're fishing pretty heavy gear there. But, I mean, you're reeling, you know, almost as fast as you can, and then your rod just doubles when wow. they grab that thing. I mean, it's... So I would imagine that that's uh, similar to a, a walleye guy going for for muskies like your your whole arsenal is you have one for walleyes and you have one for for lake trout yeah it's yeah completely you could do it on like heavy walleye gear but it's i mean i have this year i bought or last year before we went out there i bought a a tuned up a vulcan 40 inch rod i mean just a broom handle basically you know (laughs) i mean and it's it's nuts how much they can bend that thing you know yeah I mean, <coughs> feeling it, you know, in the store or whatever, you're like, how could anything, but they can... Like, it's almost like a like a joke type thing. Like right. those big lures that shields will hang up sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Like, like yeah, like those big six-foot rappers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's insane. I mean, and you... So then once you hook one, you know, you're reeling full speed and that thing hits it. It takes off another, another direction. And then, I mean, I've had times where when, by the time they bit it, they were, you know, 20 feet down and they just run... I mean, they get all the way to the bottom, and then you start peeling them back up, peeling them wow. back up, and then I mean, it takes 15 minutes to get a bigger one up. So what what is like a like an average 
you know, like for walleyes, it, it's an kind of walking a line here. But uh, like some people, you know, you could say between, I'd say it's pretty safe to say between that 13 and like 22 is like your your keeper yeah. length of walleyes. Yeah. Some like to do it, you know, some have a little tighter window, some will keep, you know, whatever. But anyway, yeah. what is like a, a solid keeper for a lake trout? Yeah, so usually for a keeper... We usually don't keep a lot. We keep some, and we have friends that, like, smoke it, and that's really good. Um, a keeper, I mean, it's probably, like, five pounds. Like, you know, we don't... Five pounds is probably the smallest fish we catch out there. And I think the biggest we caught, have caught, is, like, 13 and a half. You know, so it's not... I mean, obviously, that's a big fish, but it's not like, you know, up in Canada, you see pictures of, you know, 25, 30 pounders. You don't get as many of those there, you know, but you catch... I mean, we catch quite a few fish for lake trout standards. So, what's your what's your personal best for uh, weight and and length? My length. So, my biggest one is it's like thirteen and a half, and it was thirty two, I think. Jesus! Wow. Slow so it was, yeah. <laughs> that yeah, and it's. I mean, I think the biggest fish I've ever even caught was my pike that I caught out here last year, and it was oh, a thirty one yeah. and a quarter inch pike. Yeah. That's a big pike, though. I mean, yeah, those lake trout are unreal. Like, I would, if I wasn't six hours away, I'd go out there every weekend. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> so what's what what's your uh, what's your PB? For lake trout? Yeah. Yeah, that's that, the that 13. That is yep. the, the 13 that's and the a half. That's the I've ever caught. Yeah, that's a tank. And that's, yeah. Do they have walleyes out there, too? They do, and they actually have big walleyes out there. They're hard to find in the winter, but some people, I mean, there's people that go out there and just fish for walleyes. Like, we talked to a few people at the ramp, and they were going walleye fishing. And you don't see a ton of them, because for whatever reason, there's not a lot of people that fish out there in the winter. But, I mean, it's unreal fishing. It's kind of, I mean, it is in the middle of nowhere, you know. But, I mean, in like, in the summer, like, they have walleye tournaments out there, and you have to have, like, keeping five fish, you got to have at least 10 pounds of fish. Like, five, 10-pounders to Team win that tournament. Be competitive? Yeah. Really? Like, it's... It's insane. Like, over two days, it's over 100 pounds for the... It was... This year, I looked... It was this spring sometime, and I saw the results. I think the top five were all over 100 pounds in two days. Jesus. You just take insane. your lead weights with you on that one, or...? <laughs> yeah. Probably. <laughs> no, they only do that on Erie. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so it's it's a special place for sure. What are the what are the chances you'll get a, get a really aggressive walleye that's going to bite something that you're trying to catch a lake trout with? It's possible. I think fishing as deep as we do... You know, you're not going to see much of that, but it, yeah, it's possible. What's the deepest that you've fished out there? I mean, are you, you're The deepest we've fished is probably like 125. The deepest I've caught is 100 feet. That's just insane. But I suppose if they can, you're, like we were talking about earlier, they can just clear their air bladder. It's not, yep. a, it's not really a big deal. Right, yeah, it doesn't hurt them at all because no. they just clear that up when they're, when they're halfway out. They burp some of their air out so it doesn't expand. And, and I would imagine that they, uh, they put up quite a fight. Oh, it's... It's unreal. You can't. Really, it's, it's one of those things you can't even I, yeah, describe I, it. I you can tell you how awesome it is, but until you... You just got to do it. Yeah. Until so you have one go up and down on your screen, and you, you know, you're like, this thing's not going to bite, and you're reeling, and he's like 30 feet down, and he just grabs that thing and just screams toward the bottom. And there, I mean, there's nothing you can do. You can't slow him down. Right. I mean, without tightening your drag and breaking your line. And we're using 30-pound braid. <laughs> Jesus. And then we put a 20-pound 4-a-liter on there. And so, and you know, you got a stiff rod, so your drag's fairly tight. Yeah. But I mean, they they just run it like it's yeah, nothing. Like it's nothing. 
Mm. It's yeah, it's unbelievable. So can they still clear your air bl- their air bladder even if they're hooked? Yep. Okay. Yeah, they can. Hmm. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Like the first time you see it, you know, you're fighting a fish and bubbles just start coming up your hole. It's kind of it's kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> you, you you know you don't see that around here. No. Right? So what. Uh, what do the, what do those look like on the live scope when they come in? Are they like just a piss missile that flies from one end to the Pretty other, or straight up or down? Yeah, or? On live scope, it's so cool because you can. I mean, obviously they look big on there, you know, but yeah, I mean they're, I mean straight vertical, when you know when they're chasing, they're straight vertical coming up, and if they don't bite, you know you open your bail, let it fall, they're straight down. I mean it's they're like sharks. They travel, in like schools, or are they pretty? Sometimes, usually, it seems like. Like not, I mean, probably, you probably call it a school, but like pretty loose school. Like you know, for twenty minutes, you know, you'll have some marks go through, and then it'll be kind of dead. But it'll be like a mark here. You know, ten minutes later, you'll get another mark. But so not like, it's pretty rare. There's been a couple times where you have more than one on the screen, but usually that too, it's usually smaller fish typically. So the the smaller ones must school together a little more. So what is mm-hmm. the, what's the smallest one that you've ever? You said you were saying five pounds. That's Probably five, yeah. That's the smallest one, yep. really. I'd imagine they're smaller than that. They just—they're probably not big enough to go after your. I'm guessing, yeah. You know, a big number seven rip and wrap. They're not sure. gonna hmm. chase that down, but yeah, it's—I'd recommend it to anybody. It's yep. unreal, and usually, usually out there, you know, you don't get as much ice. But it's the one—the first year we went there, it was like 50 degrees every day we were there. Hmm. It's kind of so it was like we were fishing in coveralls nice. and sweatshirts. <laughs> And by by the last day, we were there for like three days and started getting a little wet and muddy and stuff at the access. But yeah. for the time we were there, it was great. So that tr- that trip interests me a little bit. But let's go. You've you've got one that interests me a lot a bit. Yeah. And was that last week? That was it was the week at between Christmas and New Year's, so a couple weeks ago. Buddy went up to Canada, and he laid Big the windy. absolute smackdown on. Seen awesome. that on a snap. Some greenbacks. That was so. Now, just like he broke that whole thing down for us, he got to break down the Canada one because yeah, that's so that's something that I I really want to do. Yeah, let's go there too. <laughs> go both. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm still planning on going back to both this year, but um, yeah. So Winnipeg was we've been up there quite a few times, and kind of like when you guys come here, when we go to Winnipeg, the weather is always just miserable. Like, you know, <laughs> so you know, not, you plan the trip, you can't then. just change it, <laughs> right? You know? Yeah. But the first two or three years we went there, it was like the one year, the first day we, or we got there and fished like half a day. So the first full day we got to the access in the morning, <laughs> pickup was showing minus 20. <laughs> and we we're like, well, we're going to go do it. You know, we drove here. And so we've been back quite a few times and there's been probably at least twice where we've been there. And I said, I'm never coming back here. No chance. <laughs> it's always cold. You know, when it's that cold, the fish don't bite as well. well. At least the fish, do they bite up there when it's cold? Because they, they don't seem to around here. They do a little better than they do here. But, it's yeah, I've said I've never come back I don't know how many times. But the reality of it is, until I have a 30-inch greenback on my wall, I'm, You're I'm going back. going back. <laughs> <laughs> so do you go out there, when you first started going up there, are you uh, doing everything, like kind of how we do here, where we're doing everything solo? Yep. We're, gonna, we're talking to the resort before we go out, but we're going out. We're not going out to their houses. They're not guiding us anywhere. Nothing like that. Right. Yep. Just complete. I mean, you know, look at some reports online. Whatever is about it, but it's yeah out there. It's pretty much pressure ridges. Everything revolves around pressure ridges. Kind of like like Fort Peck almost. 
the fish up there are more, I think like pelagic is the word. Like they're more just open water roamers. They're not sitting on structure. There's no structure up there. It's just a bowl. It's just a bowl, and then the river comes into it. Well, what's the deepest that that one gets? I think it gets pretty deep way up at the north end, but where we fish, I don't think we've ever fished more than 17, maybe 20 feet. So it's similar to like a like a red lake where anywhere that similar you go, that. you you have a a decent shot to to be successful. You right. don't you don't have to find the break lines or find right. you know the holes or anything like that. Yeah. So up there, the structure is the pressure ridges because kind of. Up there, they have, I believe it's smelt, that, you know, big schools of that bait swimming around. So they're they're chasing that bait, and they use the pressure ridges up there, because where the pressure ridges go up, there's also ice that gets pushed down. So they use those, and they push push the bait fish up into that, because they don't have anything to push else to push it up against. So basically, just along the pressure ridges, you know, drill holes, problem is we learned this the hard way one year is you can't drill too close to the pressure ridges because like i said there's ice going different ways so when you drill through and then you catch another you know you think you're through and then you you just drop your auger down to clear the hole and then there's another piece of ice there the one year it took us about an hour to get our auger unstuck (laughs) (laughs) so that's why you gotta bring like four augers with you yeah, we could, but I didn't want to just leave it there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that, that one's gone. On to the next one. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, and we've done that before, too, where, you know, even where you figure you're far enough off, you know, drill the hole, you drop the auger down. You know, when you go to fish, you drop your transducer in there and go to drop your lure down, and it goes down like three feet. And you're in, you know, 15 feet of water. So there's just another shelf down there. So there, there must be very, very large yeah, pressure so ridges. when we were up there... I don't know if you guys saw on my Snapchat, on my story. It's like, I mean, there was a pickup in front of it, and it was probably 10 feet taller than a pickup. I mean, there was, like, mountains out there. You, yeah, I did see that picture. You, yeah, uh, that was a pressure ridge. You should send that one to me so I can throw that up on the Instagram yeah, and put this we'll episode do. up. But, yeah, that thing was huge. Yeah. And that guy was right by it. Yeah. Like, he was like, he's like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. This is where I want to fish. Right. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey Cubby, can you get me a banquet? Delivery. The, the boys just got back from the uh they went on a propane run and a beer run and I see one, two, three, four cases of beer over there. Yeah, yeah that's for a sure. stack there. Perfect. Perfect. Alright, anyway. Yeah. But yeah, that guy was he was like right on that pressure. Like he did not give a fuck. Yeah, like, he was he's like, mm, well, I'm just gonna He was probably because we ended up kinda we had to kinda drive by him to get around to get back <coughs> to where we were gonna try. And he was, I mean, maybe 20 yards from the base of that in a pickup, you know. So he didn't run into that issue of the, the sheets going. He must not have, no. The, the freaky freaky wow. or whatever you yeah. want to call it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it was it was good. Every other year I've went, I went later in the year because that's when, you know, the big females start coming down to, they spawn in the Red River. So they all, you know, they congregate there a little more. And that's when they say... You know, the big, you're more likely anyway to catch a big one because that's all the females are up there. And usually, like March, like there's people, I've seen videos of people driving on the ice, and there's like a foot of water on top of the ice from everything melting, but people are still out there try, and driving towards the river, no less, you know, where the current's coming in to try to catch a 30 incher, you know? Wow. And yeah, it's, that's Not a special me. place too, though. Yeah. Yeah, I think that might be like where I draw the line. Like, yeah, yeah, I've never done that. But and even this if even if you were to be out there, like yeah, I get it. Like yeah, you know the ice is safe, whatever. 
thirsty? Yeah, I'd say I'd take a banquet. No, he'll take a banquet. Jesus. It's like a banquet. I ain't gonna yeah, tip over. How much did you drink on the way did back? Did you drive? <laughs> I haven't had anything to drink yet. Oh, donkey. Shaggy's over here just. <laughs> yeah, what what was it you called him last night? <laughs> Sean? Yeah. What did I call him? A giggly. <laughs> Go ahead. You can say it. Oh, you giggly fuck. <laughs> Are you the one that they have to censor everything out of? Yep. Uh, that, yeah, he, has to, he has to ask for permission to talk now. Yeah, no, no. But yeah, if you're out there, if you're if you're driving on the lake and there's a foot of foot of because that's happening up on Lake of the Woods, you know, it's yeah. probably even happening out here. Yeah. Where, you know, the, you, you know, yeah. the ice is safe, but I would not drive towards the river. No. Well, Canadians are a different breed too. We like have some we have some listeners up in Canada, so, yeah, yeah. so I shouldn't, shouldn't so talk too no, much. You can, you, that's not, you're not like bad mouthing them. You're no, just, I'm you're not. just saying how it is. I mean, they're I, I'll say not this. yet. Just let him keep going. Yeah, <laughs> give me a minute. <laughs> well, did you see um, that video um, from Red Lake like two years ago of these hooligans? Yeah, yeah, where they're making like they're making a wake with their vehicle. Yeah. That's just asking for something. Yeah. Driving, yeah. What else do you got to say about, about our friends from the north? From the north. I'll just, I'll get us a little story. So this was two or three years ago. We were up on Winnipeg. And so kind of just a little bit more background. So when Winnipeg freezes up, it freezes up on the south side, you know, where it's shallower. And then it's a huge lake. So the north wind, you know, that's what, co- that's what causes all those pressure ridges. The wind, you know, it breaks up the ice. But that lake's so big, and it gets such big waves that it'll break off when the ice is like, you know, four or six inches thick. And so it'll either make a pressure ridge, or sometimes it just breaks, you know, like a piece the big the size of this table, and it'll just blow it across, like on top of the ice. <laughs> so there's just like six inch thick ice chunks on top of the ice, you know, like just the size of this around. or bigger. Speed bumps. Speed yeah. Bumps. <laughs> so then it snows. So then it snows, and you can't hardly see them. So we always take tracks up there, but there was one year, there was a decent amount of snow, probably <coughs> eight inches, we'll say. So if there was, you know, six-inch piece of ice, you wouldn't see it. And we were fishing, fishing, just fishing outside, and all of a sudden we hear this, I mean, something's just to the floor. And we look over, there's a Honda Civic <laughs> doing, <laughs> doing probably 40, 50, just busting drifts, <laughs> just flying across. If it would hit... One, you know, half the size of this. I was going to say, did, did they meet one of these ice chunks? They, no. Well, but you were just waiting They for made it. it to, yeah. I was like, there's no <laughs> way they make it out across here. You know, so they're just letting her eat. Just Yeah. And people do the same thing in pickups. With, peop- with pickup, you know, at least it's not going to, you know. You Total might, your car? Right. Yeah. <laughs> you might ruin your suspension or something. But, yeah, if you hit that with a Honda Civic, that's pretty much done. You so know? were they just out for, like, a cruise or were they actually fishing? I don't know because well they went down and then they didn't come back so they must have went fishing somewhere but they were going to meet somebody with a permanent house or something. Sure. They just blast by, just Coors bottles just fly out of the. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the I wouldn't Stop. be surprised. I don't know. I don't know anybody that would do something like that sober. <laughs> <laughs> but just well, all or nothing. Well, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, it's fish or bite, and you got to get there. Yeah, they got to where, they, and if that's <laughs> their only mode of transportation, they I guess heard I don't the bite was hot. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Then. Yeah, that's a special bite to do that, but... How's the French toast beer, Mike? Mike, uh... Can't call you Mike when Mike's here. <laughs> yeah, I can be Lil Mike. Lil Mike? Lil yeah. Mikey? How's yeah. the how's the uh, French toast beer, Lil Mike? 
The only good thing I have to say about this beer is it's 8.6%. <laughs> Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. You get the job done. And it's not bad. It's just like, I don't know. It's like they put like 14 shots of caramel in it. It's just a little much. It does have yeah. a weird aftertaste. Yeah. But I'd give you one, but you're, you're going to a birthday party. Yeah, that's fine. I'll have plenty of Windsor later. <laughs> and you don't know what time you're coming back out with us tomorrow. No, we'll see. It's going to depend on how much you drink. Well, I know he'll. <laughs> I know he'll be here because he's leaving me his live scope. Yep. So <laughs> I'll have to come back for that. <laughs> yeah. So how was the overall? What's your overall uh, uh, recap of the the Canada trip? Yeah. So this year was awesome. We went. Well, for us it'd be early ice. It was you know towards the end of December, but they had 20 inches up there. You know, people had pickups out all over and. The ice is really rough this year. There's a lot of, like, big pressure edges and a lot of smaller ones. And there's some spots where it's just, like, it's like what a pressure ridge looks like, but it's, like, a field where it's just rough ice everywhere. Oh, sure. And then there's, like, rough. Yep. And then there's, like, little pockets, kind of, of where a big piece that didn't break up was in the middle of that. So that's mostly what we fished this year was just, you know, taking the side-by-side back and finding those open pockets. You know, and I think the fish were using that rough ice, and we got we got so many fish. I mean, it was the first day we got there at noon or something. It was probably one by the time we got out, and we had I think we got thirty that day, right at dark. Me and my dad each caught a five pounder, and then the next day got out fairly early, fished that same spot, and then we kind of bounced around a little bit. It's because when I'm on Winnipeg, I feel like i got to be moving, you know. Everyone's up there, you know, move, move, move till you find the spot. But we kept catching fish, you know. So it's like we sat in the house for quite a while, but we were catching fish. I mean, we caught, it was like probably close to 70 fish that second day. Is that my razor? It's not yours. Oh, it's not mine? Is it the black one? It's the black and orange oh, one, yeah. Hey, they got it going again. That's the one that died out on the lake and we had to pull it back. Oh. Yeah, but we caught, I mean, probably 70 that second day. And then I don't remember how many, you know, bigger fish we caught each day. But the second day we caught probably 50. And then the morning we went out till like noon the day we left. And that was, that was, it started getting bad. It started getting windy, got colder. So the bite was definitely slower. We probably still picked up 20. And we caught, I think over the whole trip, between me and my dad, we had, I think it was five or six five-pounders, three six-pounders, and my dad caught a 27-inch. He was an eight-pounder. Awesome. So, so you had a pretty good time. Yeah. You, you guys were so, pretty successful. Yeah. those That size of fish and, like, 180 fish total trip is, wow. I mean, pretty, I mean that's as good as walleye fishing gets, pretty much as far as I'm concerned. What is the limit up there? The limit up there, I believe, is four. Okay. We ended up just throwing fish back. We kept everything we caught, but I think it's four. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Unlimited for us. No. And then you catch quite a few saugers up there too. So that's I mean that's part of that number, but not that much with those which those don't get as big, obviously, but oh sorry. Those don't <laughs> get as big, but I mean still action, you know. And when you're catching, you know, a twenty inch walleye, you know, every you know, one or two of them an hour at least. It's, you it can't be complain about pr- that. pretty fun. It's, See, yeah. I'm at the point where I don't go fishing for any specific type of fish. 
Yeah. I just want to catch. Except like, for Sonny's. A buzz. Right, Sonny? I would catch a can, and I'd be happy. <laughs> just, just need <laughs> a little pill. Like an empty beer can, oh, I'd be tickled. <laughs> Look at this, guys. Put it on the wall. Yep. <laughs> Get a nice melt. So, you're talking about, like, with the pressure ridges and not being too close to them. Otherwise, you'll hit yep. the sheet below it. Or have you ever cut a line? Like, you were far enough away when you drilled your hole, but, like, a fish took your line and oh. ran it across it. and busted. I haven't, actually. No. no. Okay. Which is, I never even thought of that, but it's kind of surprising, actually, that, yeah, when you're that close Dude, that to... That piss me off so much. <laughs> like, you drill all the holes, you do yeah. all the scouting, you're like, okay, that sheet ends here, I'm going to go here. And then the fish takes it and swims at the perfect angle across yeah. that. Just, <laughs> like, like, I wonder, like, what that would, like, obviously, you know, you'd be feeling it'd be pulling drag, and then all of a sudden it'd be like a pike when it snaps your line. There'd just be right, nothing. Right, you'd feel your line going off the side of the hole, and then... And then it just, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that would, oh man. I've that actually, suck. on video one time, I think it was on Lake Erie. I think it was In-Depth Outdoors. I don't know if you guys watched them at all. Yep. It's an older episode. Y- you remember last year we ran into them guys yeah, out here? Yeah, right out here. Yeah, yeah. We, we fished the same holes as they did. Yeah, yeah they're not doing it anymore though, are they? No, I don't they, think so. They I think they, uh, yeah, they got That was one of their last trips or whatever. Yeah, yeah. and if you, I actually watched the video when they put it out. We're in the background. Oh, really? Like, they're are sitting you? there catching all these fish, and then our dumbasses are walking around in the background of them. <laughs> Trying Stumbling. to figure out why you can't Stumbling get a bite. Around. <laughs> like, you can see us through, like sneakily trying to like turn and look. Like, oh, they're looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a camera. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, <laughs> on Erie, they have a video. Because Erie doesn't freeze over every year either. But they were fishing on Erie, and they were fishing kind of similar rough ice. And they had, they ended up getting it. But the fish, they're fishing near some of that rough ice. And they got the fish, like, up like to the bottom of the ice and then it ended up like taking kind of a last run and it went off to the side or something and it got like stuck in one of the like weird angles in the ice oh i don't remember how they got it out but it ended up being like a 10 pounder or something wow and they had to i almost think they like drilled another hole or something it was <laughs> nuts use live scope or a camera all right it's right there right. drill the hole there yeah <laughs> yeah it was something crazy like that but yeah thankfully we haven't had to deal with any of that but just the auger getting stuck so boys, we gotta, we gotta come up with a game plan here. I gotta get my turf cut down. So what are you? What are you talking about? What? <laughs> is, what? Is, what are you? Did you buy some turf to lay down like inside this well, sled house or what? Yeah, I gotta yeah, figure out. My, I gotta figure my, out how to water like, it. You can't talk up, you I gotta, gotta figure out how to water it first. There you go, buddy. But <laughs> 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 what is this turf nonsense <coughs> that you're? So me and the cupster walked into Shields, oh and God. I guess Nate was there too. And we were goofing around a little bit. And we went in to get, I needed batteries and Ziploc bags. I was pretty optimistic that we were going to catch a bunch of fish and we are going to need like some gallon Ziploc bags for all of the fish we caught. Good thinking. At the end of last night. <laughs> Ended up not finding bags because I didn't try that hard. Well, that's okay. We didn't but I found this anyway. five foot by seven foot um, like turf rug with a, a rubber mat on the back of it. I was like, oh, that'd be perfect in the fish house. You know, just cut your holes out. You got a nice, you know, I could even get like a putter or something set up in there if I really wanted. <laughs> well, it's about like holes. That'd be nice for today. He's got a rubber mat that rolls up and then rolls it out and all of his holes are there. And yeah. Such Keep a cool setup. He didn't anyway. even bring it with this year. No. Well, he brought his ice house. We got my mine to fish out of. Why don't you just leave the, leave it whole and then try it and return it if you don't like it? Just where, where am I gonna put the? Well, I gotta get holes. It's well, yeah. Put the holes in it and then just roll it up so you can't see the holes. 
I mean, it'd be great for me, but the next person that goes (laughs) to buy it, (laughs) they unroll it, and they're like, what the hell? (laughs) So are we going to cross this crack? I think I've had enough of these peaches, or I'll I'll go cross. Let's say there's, what, three or four machines I already have out of our group? Just do it at, like, a 90. (laughs) Don't don't do a 45, like the guy that did it last week and put it side-by-side through. (laughs) Nick says this, then all of a sudden you see him. You see just Ricky the rocket just like launches over <laughs> it three feet of air. Just <laughs> you just gotta hit the pressure and you can get some air. Yeah. No, when you so we walked up and scouted it before we actually drove over it. Yeah. And when you walk past the crack and you just like just kind of jump a little bit, and not just me, like everybody. <laughs> well, not we, we fished. Me, Jake, and yeah, you were one of the ones that crossed the crack. Did you fall through the crack at all? No. Just went right over it. Right over the top. The only one that fell through was Jake kicked it to see how thick it was, and his foot went down a little bit, but I don't know. Did it get wet? Just a little bit. Uh, but there was ice underneath <laughs> it. It's fine. God. Why? You got, got tires. What are you worried about? Well, that's what I'm thinking. The, the crack, I think, I'd say it's like this. Yeah, that's about right. So your tire, your I mean. tire won't go all the way through that. No. No. You'll, I think you'll be all right. And, and I think it's cold enough where the <laughs> ice, it's not like it's going to. Just say a little separate. prayer. That's what we did. It's definitely making ice. It's probably grown an inch since he kicked his boot through it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can hear it. Like, we were out this afternoon, and it's constant. Are you hearing it today, Alaska? Or is it pretty quiet out there? What? No, it's been pretty noisy. Are you Is it make? Are you hearing, like, a lot of cracking and making ice today? or? Is uh, it's not as bad as it was Wednesday. But I was down south by the pressure ridge wind today, so. I think we saw, we drove right past where you had your house set up. <laughs> There's two otters. Oh, there's nothing there now. Oh, there's nothing there. But we saw like the like the frame of like what this house would be. And I don't know, maybe it wasn't you, but <laughs> somebody was there with a the wheelhouse. Somebody was, yeah. So I think we're gonna go back out here. I'll cross and, it. Uh, yeah, we're gonna cross it. I think we made it. The, I think I've got the smallest tires out of all the machines, and I ain't scared. No, I think we'll be fine. I think you'll be alright. So I think we're gonna go out and get back on the point here. It's uh, it's currently three thirty. So by the time we get out there and get our hub house set up for the other guys and move around it's uh i don't know hopefully we can they, they, the the group picked up a couple out there this morning so we'll we'll have a final count um see if we can get eventually here digits. see if we can hit double digits uh some of us just want to catch a fish <coughs> that'd be nice right mike i, I want to catch a i'm fish, with yeah. you man same just one <laughs> or a can you know hey nothing against cans take what you can get so Peyton, you gotta give the the North Bros tip of the week. What is your uh, what's your tip? I feel like he gave a good one when we were talking about the Fort Peck, but I can't remember what we said. If you just had to have one thing that was a tip, one tip for ice fishing, just in general, not even. Yeah, you can talk about your. <coughs> I mean, how you do your hair in the morning, whatever you want. <laughs> just put on a hat, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um. For fishing, I think, obviously not today, but I think most days where the bite is, even if it's not good, if it's okay, I think going more aggressive than most people think to go. Just keep moving. Keep moving. Even, like, bigger baits. So, like, when you more. catch that three-inch perch, just leave her on, throw her back down. Yeah, just put a bigger hook on it. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, like, don't be afraid to drop a rip and wrap. I'm going to have a lot of fun with this live scope. I'm going to put some lures on that I've never used before. 
<laughs> yeah. See what they look like on that thing. Yeah. Well, that's like obviously like now when it's this tough and fish aren't really interacting much, it's tougher. But when you have you know when I have a day where fish are more willing to interact, chase, you can. I mean, you learn a lot looking at that thing. You know how they'll react to a bigger bait or how when they're you know kind of coming like this. You know if you if they're coming up faster if you do this, then that'll work. You know you can just read their body language so much better. Which so one th- do you have? Is it the 32? I have the 32. Okay. I haven't upgraded to the 34 yet, but I've come close quite a few times. So Yeah, somebody thought it was a good idea for me to go to Shields on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> so you I, have the I now have the 34. Now. Yeah, there you go. It sounds like it was a good <laughs> idea then. <laughs> what, uh, oh yeah, I think that was the only new update from you. Yeah. You haven't been on since you broke your back. Nope. You want to you wanna tell the people what you did there? Because they were, we did talk about you. Yeah, you talked about me a couple times. Yep. Uh, oh, he just, listens? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most of the time I call and tell him what he messed up on. <laughs> yeah, I got I got a couple of guys that give me feedback right away. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes no, I normally care. Normally by noon on Wednesdays. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I care. Sometimes I'm like, well, you know what? I don't care. <laughs> How many times have you left work for a break and go home and fix? Uh, two, and or, two or three. <laughs> <laughs> two or three. Um, yeah, just at a disc that decided to leave, leave the, the group chat, chat. <laughs> <laughs> had to have surgery did got, you know about uh, this no i don't think i did yeah had my in my lower back at a you're really? skipping the best part of this whole thing <laughs> <laughs> do you want me like the whole story <coughs> let's hear it well, no, the, my favorite part is when i had to so, go over to his house and i thought he was drunk at the bar because he calls <laughs> me it was 208 in the a.m no, it was one was it 108 yeah 108, well, daylight savings, so the time changed. Yeah. <laughs> 108 a.m., my phone rings, and it's Mike. Yeah. And my first thought is, you drunk bastard. Like, <laughs> it's a, it was like a, it was like a Wednesday it, night. It was a Wednesday night because that Thursday was the first day of school, and I was laying in a hospital bed. Yeah. And didn't get to see, didn't yeah. get to go uh, tell Drake for uh, his first day of Which first is your grade. son. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, um... The week following up before that, I had back pain. It's I've had it yeah. randomly all the time. Always just go to the chiropractor, get adjusted. I'm fine. Did that. Well, it started hurting on like a Friday. <laughs> Played pickleball on a Sunday. Right before my bachelor party too, of all yep. times. Um, <laughs> yeah, we have to pickleball. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I, that like because it didn't even hurt that bad. I was like I was playing pickleball even. Monday it was still hurting. Tuesday I got adjusted. Wednesday it really hurt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Wednesday morning it hurt. I was going to go in and get adjusted again. Kept getting worse throughout the day and then getting ready for bed Wednesday night. And Wait, I, Why the hell were you going to bed at one one oh eight in the morning? I don't know. I thought you needed to ride home from the bar, which I'm fine. I'm like, I'm happy you called me and you're not going to drive drunk like an idiot. Yeah. But come on, man. <laughs> like, you know, you ever heard of Uber? <laughs> Um, but yeah, getting ready for bed and I just went to the ground screaming in pain. Surprised I didn't wake the kids up because I was screaming. Me and and I've, I've worked with Mike. Mike, uh, I hit him in the, f- and this isn't going to mean anything <laughs> to anybody who's not an electrician, but, uh, I hit him in the face with a 650 copper. Like it sprung out of my, or I let it go oh, and it, tension on it, it, too, it, huh? it had some tension on it and smoked yeah. him right in the eye. I thought he was going to kill me, but he never <laughs> said anything. He just knocked his contact out, and and then the only thing he said is, if anybody asked, I had my safety glasses on. 
<laughs> so like he doesn't it takes a lot of pain for him yeah. to like express that he's hurting so yeah. so yeah laid there for a half hour trying to get the pain to go away just couldn't do anything so i ended up calling you just to help get me into the remember what i said to you when i got there no i don't so i walk up there and he's laying on the floor in his closet and i'm like mike all these beds in this house, and you choose to take a nap right there. <laughs> and then when he laughed, it would, he would like tweak his back so it would hurt. So oh, he's yeah. like, hey, oh, "Shut up!" <laughs> <laughs> he was so, yeah. happy. Just uh, helped me, helped Kelsey get me into the car, and went to the ER. And yep, disc pretty much completely Oof. gone. But you're back now. Yep. You just can't lift more than fifty pounds. Yep. Yeah. So. They so they fused two vertebrae in my back. I got a titanium plate. Between the two vertebrae and yeah, yep, can't lift over fifty pounds. So that's no, well, you can make him do it. Well, yeah, but he doesn't work with me anymore. Yeah, he quit. Oh. Yeah, you oh. probably don't know that. I no. quit JDP. That, There's a lot of people that have left. Is that fifty pounds forever, or is that just yeah? Well, what did the doctor tell you? Well, yeah. So he's like, so fifty pound weight limit and no no bending over at the waist. And he looks at me and oh. goes, "You're a big guy. I know you're going to do it." Don't make it excessive and don't do it often. <laughs> <laughs> so how'd you get your toolbox out of your truck? So to end that, you're you're back. You're, you're back. good to go. You're healed good to up. Go, yeah. Just got to be a little well, bit more careful now. Before I forget, yes, I I quit uh, JDP uh, okay. end of April. Oh. Uh, farming now and started my own electrical business. Oh yeah. So the the truck that was parked beside yours out in the access, yeah, the Copperhead Electric. Oh yeah, I saw that, but I didn't even put yeah. it together. That's mine. Sweet. Congrats, yeah. man. Thanks. So yeah, I'm back. Fifty pound weight limit, but yeah, you could say he's kind of a big deal. That's yeah, I guess so. No. Yeah, the good, good <laughs> big, big farmer. Yeah, electrical company owner. Yeah, busy guy. Yeah, busy yeah, I guy. Bet. I was gonna say something, but I forgot what I was gonna say. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, my t- the toolbox in my. Yeah, how did you get the toolbox out of your truck if you can't? Because that thing weighs more than fifty pounds. Oh, it for sure weighs. You use a forklift? No, skid steer. I don't have. No. You just pull that bitch out of your truck. I took the bolts out of it, slid it all the way on the top rail, slid it all the way to the back. And threw it on the floor? Nope. I got it down onto the tailgate, one side at a time, with, you know, leverage and, yep. And not 50 pounds. And not 50 pounds. <laughs> of course not. Got it on the tailgate, and I set my four-wheeler ramps up onto my tailgate and slid it down the four-wheeler ramps. Dude, that's pretty impressive. Some ingenuity there. Yeah, nice work. I might be dumb, but not all the time. That's fair. <laughs> Amen. Good idea every <laughs> once in a while, at least. Yeah. Mike, you, m- little Mike, you haven't had a lot of time to talk on this episode. What y- what, what are you thinking about? I'm just hanging around. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, no, it's, uh, it's just cold. As much as I love ice fishing, I'm not good at it. That's, <laughs> that's yeah. about all I got to say. And the cold doesn't help. No. Takes time to get good yeah, anyway. It's, uh, we're gonna question time now because we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get back out and try and catch a fish this afternoon evening. So who wants to start? Do you know the question segment? It's complete off the wall random question does not have to pertain to anything that we were talking about. You'll ask the question, then we'll do a round table and everybody will answer it. And then we'll go to the next person. So everybody, there'll be four questions, <laughs> and then everybody will answer. Okay. 
So if you got one, you can go. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm going to put Mike on the spot. Put little Mike on the spot because <coughs> I'm not Mike. ready either. All right, little <laughs> Mike. Go. You go? All right. All right, go ahead. If you could ice fish anywhere, like anywhere in the world, where would it be? Florida. <laughs> <laughs> no. Nah. like today, that doesn't sound bad. No, 86 I'd... degrees out, but there's somehow 15 inches of ice <laughs> out there. I, I, I'd, go, uh, I'd go Canada. I think I'd go Canada, too. Although, like um, Winnipeg, like Walleyes? Yeah. Yeah. And then Fort Peck would be second yep, to that. that yep. Yeah. I think it'd be cool to go over to, like, Norway or something. See what they got over there. I don't know. Check it out. Okay. Yeah. They got ice, right? Yeah. Sure. I mean, they'd have to, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Or the Russians. Well, drink a bunch of vodka. I don't know. I am the machine. <laughs> <laughs> That was a Burt Kreischer reference. Go check out the YouTube uh, <laughs> video of the machine if you haven't seen it. Yeah, I you saw him. It? I saw him in Bismarck. You're sitting right there and you're not even paying attention to me. Whatever. Go back to whatever you're doing. What are you looking at? <laughs> Jeez. He's working, damn it. I keep myself amused. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mike. Little Mike. My question? Yep. Okay. What is everyone's drink of choice for out here when it's negative 35 degrees on the ice? Uh, mine, uh, unfortunately, didn't bring it up here with me. It's out in the ice house, but it's a uh, crown apple with Sprite. Oh, man, these bush light yeah. peach is hitting today. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I, usually I can't drink them, but we've polished off pretty much a whole case. Really? In the <laughs> summer, these things are unbelievable. When it's hot out. I really like the apples, the apple, but, but you can't get yep, the apples yeah. anymore. I'm not as big of a fan as the apple. I like these. The apples yeah. have to be really I'm with cold. you. The apples yeah. were just a little too Like, if it's really hot here. outside, the right. apples are for sure the move, but... What about you? I'm a peach guy, but um, usually bush, or I've been hitting the Windsor lately, too. That's good stuff. Nice Windsor cloudy. What's in that? It's basically Windsor water with just, like, a little bit of Coke. There you go. <laughs> All right. It's basically just Windsor. What about you? Basically. <laughs> <laughs> uh, lately, I've just been kind of just on the white clock kick. I don't know what it is. <laughs> All right, man. That's cool. I'm not going to judge you. Thank you. Don't worry about it. I mean, I never don't get I've really, had a French really toast drunk beer. at a company golf outing on White Claws. Yeah, he, his new nickname is White Claw. <laughs> Everyone judges you for a little while. Yeah, it's all good. Oh, you, you go. No, uh, we're going in, oh, in order. God. Come on, it's a complete random question. You don't even have to. Yeah, like, what's your favorite kind of copper? I don't know. Number 12. <laughs> Number 12. <laughs> Am I taking it in for recycling or pulling? <laughs> <laughs> if I'm taking it for recycling, the bigger the better. Pulling, well, smaller. Um, I think it's already been asked. We got we're, rid of that because we, oh. we're running out of questions because we do it every week. So. <laughs> <laughs> There's only so many questions in the world. Brand of choice for ice fishing gear. I know what your answer is, oh, but clam. go ahead. <laughs> clam 100%. That's tough. For like all like all things ice fishing, all around. Yeah, we're not electronics is not included. Yeah. When you're ready to go. We're gonna we're wrapping this one up right now. We're doing our question Are segment, and then we're going. Are you crossing the crack? Yes. But I'm gonna go bring my house out there because we're down a machine now. His won't start. I thought it just started. No. Yours did. I pulled it to the. It's in the trailer with the heater on it right now. So I'm gonna take yours. I've got a Nipco. My house out there. I've got Nipco in my truck. Go, go ahead okay. and answer the answer the question. Yeah, what was the question again? Uh, brand, brand of choice. Yeah. And, get those guys and it could, I don't know. 
It's probably this is kind of like a little like niche thing, but uh, Kenders tungsten jigs. Okay. If you're fishing for like I was using one today for perch, but like for bluegills or crappies, they make really good tungsten jigs, and they're like two fifty a piece compared to clams, like seven dollars. <laughs> hey man, it's good to have them in the tackle box, though. Am I right? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't buy so many of those, you could get a live scope. I will have a live scope by ice fishing next year. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <clears throat> That's my answer. Well, I don't know. I bought an Eskimo fish house this year. so The red do be looking good. It's, I don't know. It's pretty, pretty nice. So It's got a lot of good features. I'm surprised you haven't bought Eskimo yet. You're a big red guy. Dude, it's like switching but from clam. DeWalt to Milwaukee. Like, I clam can't. doesn't make red, though. I don't think no. I could buy anything that's clam. You could probably clam get one. made live scope. You already have one, probably. <laughs> you could probably get one custom ordered, though. There Just call go. them. Say, uh, look, I. Been <laughs> how do how do I drill the hole? Dewalt. Right now, I'm using a light flight. But I also have a pistol bit and. Huh? <laughs> I don't. I don't. They have augers. Clam as an auger? <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. See, some things are different, man. <laughs> they call me out like that. God damn. <laughs> Sorry, Mike. I interrupted you. Little Mike. Um. What was I saying? Eskimo. Eskimo. <laughs> oh, I was just you saying you could probably get one custom ordered. Oh, yeah, because we were talking about why I don't have red. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. <clears throat> like, I, I, I don't know why I never got. I think it's just because I got started on Clam and I have so much stuff of it now. If I were to. Get rid of that and try and go to Eskimo with everything that I have. Well, I mean, I have an Eskimo house, know. but I did the clam <laughs> lights, and then I have an otter cup holder thing. Yeah. <laughs> everything doesn't have to be the same. True. Yeah. Correct. So we can just start switching it up now. I just bought what worked. Yeah. There, there you go. go. Um, for me, I'll I'll just go otter. I've got bought the otter sled. Um, actually, won the giveaway from Runnings. So shout out to Runnings, like thirty-two hundred dollars yeah. and stuff that's from Runnings. Uh, that's sweet. And that's got the Otter Monster Lodge on it. But nice. for my suit, my suit's a clam suit. Excited to get that thing. I am. Yeah, that'll be pretty sweet. Too bad you didn't have it before this weekend. I know you could have thrown it around the razor and warmed her up a little bit. Yeah, I know. I know. That, apparently that one never did get refired. It uh, it is in the trailer with a heater in there now. So. Rip. Um. Hmm. Yeah, isn't that hard? Just a random question. Should have bought um, a Honda, right? <laughs> mine's running. Mine's sure. Yeah, mine's running. Yeah, what is yours? Good. <laughs> if you if you could if you could only fish with one type of bait, like like whether that be waxworms, minnows, shiners. Obviously, we're in North Dakota, so you can't use shiners. But Minnesota side, you can use shiners. If you could only fish with one live bait, the for the rest of the time you're you're fishing. Ice fishing or summer fishing, one live bait. The rest of them disappear. What do you pick? Open water and ice fishing. Yep. Thank you. Have to go minnows probably. Yeah. Okay, just let's just do ice fishing then. Ice fishing minnows for sure. (laughs) Minnows. Okay. Your answer didn't change. (laughs) (laughs) No. Well, I was thinking like, I'm not gonna use leeches ice fishing. You probably could use night crawlers, but minnows. Minnows. Yeah, I'd go minnows as well. <laughs> I, was thinking, I was thinking maybe some waxies just because, uh, 
you know, times like today when they're tough bite, maybe you could yeah. get them to, to hit on that. But uh, that ain't working either. But, well, we're going to wrap this one up. All right. So we're going to go one more round table with anything to close out with. Peyton, thanks for coming on. You, you, you haven't haven't been on yet, and hopefully this is not your last podcast. Yeah. Maybe we'll have another one at Winnipeg. There we go. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> anything to close with? I don't think so. No, good. I think I got everything I needed to. There you go. L- little Mike? Just carry fire extinguishers with you. <laughs> <laughs> Amen, brother. <laughs> That's a good point. I've had my fair share of run-ins with uh, propane devices myself. I was just glad my house didn't get torched the first time I used it. <laughs> yeah, that would have been a bad <laughs> Mine deal. was like the second week I had it. but yeah. that would have happened, I think I would have just went home. So that's it. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I tried. Just leave it there in flames. <laughs> I'm yep. going home. Uh, not much. Be safe. Make sure you're checking ice. Yeah, we're finding a big, big, big variation in ice. We got 17 inches on some spots, and we've got 11 or less on other spots. So make sure you're yeah checking your ice, being safe, doing stuff like that. Um, keep an eye on the Instagram, the Facebook, the YouTube. Say it every week, but uh, and the giveaway post is still live on the North Bros Instagram page. So we're gonna go back out onto the ice and see if we can catch a fish. So until next time, we'll get back to you.